was wondering if sometime, somehow, somewhere, you can feel me. Some shadows of you, some, some, some men from the top that I met in my heart, in my back, my spot, yeah. Ooh, I shouldn't play with my sensitive heartbeat, nah, nah, nah. Now the rhythm of my life under pressure, need your healing to avoid the suffocation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just some things. 
Philly and he said that we should kick it. Smoke the L and reminisce about our past season. I smoke the big honey, shove my on the weekend. Making all these promises will drive me crazy. Wondering if my pride got me feeling too strong. strong. Far too long, maybe I'm wrong. The abstract is really so nice. The character is a man, never ever mind. Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving. And it ain't nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice. So, break it down, break it down like this. And break it down, break it down like this. And break it down, break it down like this. DJ Sienna Chanel. Cause you've been cut off like a light switch. See, I'm programmed to swim with the summer spring 
the mall. Before I do a show, I get some kicks out the mall. Then I get my gear and I give Trevor a call, cause he works in the barbershop, right behind the mall. Other rappers caught around me, but you know they got this. To put a blunt, honey, I cook the kids. So book is back off, break north, and come the regulator, such as that's the time. Sienna Chanel. Like a tomahawk cuts through the wind when we begin the wheel of fortune. 
began to meet a scene on the tuba. Nah, I'm like your uncle baby. The style of your beautiful face drives me crazy. What can we do? You're so heavy up deep. She said you tried to play me like Big Daddy. I said, I know you tried. I called and requested for you to be manifested. She said you know the same thing on my flavor unit too. I said you only knew the certain things I want to do to you. Rub you down with warm ice tea. Make you feel brand new. They look good for suction Is that sweet teeth cool with a little lava joint on the side Just doing the fly You like pound cake, come to my house Turn on the lights, see me on the couch I said, you're jingling, you're from around the way I like your earrings, two L's But anyway, your granddaddy is here to spread cheer Something nice and smooth with my tongue in your ear Give me a snack, some salt and pepper on a burger Ice cream tea, or if you prefer the Taste the honey kid right in my Capri And that's the joint, they got the real clear Draw. 
DJ Sienna Chanel.
Oh my gosh, how much does the girl look like that? This is her and Jamie Foxx are dating. Are we live, my friend? That will be a yes. <laughs> then everyone, welcome to the, wait, let me get this right, the new right. soul cipher. All right. <laughs> Bring your own apparatus to pass in this cipher. <laughs> Myself, along with T. Mitch, will be bringing you some some neo soulgasm. What's going on, man? <laughs> Doing pretty good. I'm glad you got the name of the show, the name of the show right <laughs> this week. I just I never can tell what you're gonna say to open the show. <laughs> Keeps it interesting. What's going on with you, man? How's the week been treating you? Hey, this is the this is March Madness time, which is always exciting. So it's been a good week, a lot of upsets, and a lot of enjoyable television. You want to talk about some of them? Because I'm, I'm probably one of the few people who have not been keeping up with the tournament. Oh, wow. Well... We got to enjoy Michigan State losing, which was fantastic. Oh, wow. You know, that that was probably the the biggest one so far. Okay. But um, it's been pretty good, man. Very very entertaining How's your bracket looking? Awful. (laughs) Actually, this is awful. I'm sure you had a state in the, at least the Final Four. I did. I sure did. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much over with. <laughs> so, what's going on with you, man? Well, man it's, a, it's, a, it's been a it's been a crazy week. You know, I was um I was in Chicago uh, at the beginning of the week. Um, so that that finished off, and then I came back to Boston and. Yeah, it's been um, it's been an emotional month, so I'm really looking forward to um today's show. Nothing really to complain about. Kind of been nursing some people back to health, but um, all in all, good. But um, everything is good. Great, great. So you you ready for Friday? What's, what's going on Friday? <laughs> Batman v Superman, man. Oh, you know, I'm I'm all over the place right now. I gotta see Allegiant. Um, Allegiant, the third divergent movie. Um, I promised my sister that I always watch that movie, so I gotta see that. Um, of course I'm ready for the beginning of the D C universe and D C finally mm-hmm. catching up to Marvel. Um I'm not too thrilled about Ben Affleck, but I am looking forward to the movie. He's gonna kill it, T. Mitch. He's he's gonna be fantastic. As long as he's better than Christian Bale and he's he, he falls in line with the other great Batman characters who actually played both characters and were not just good at one persona, then <laughs> I'll um I'll be okay with him. Because I say all the time, Christian Bale is not Batman. He's Bruce Wayne, but he sucks as Batman. <laughs> I agree. No, he's going to be fantastic. And for all of you out there that are that know me and know how much of a fan I am, I will be putting T. Mitch in charge of my Twitter account this weekend so that you can all enjoy 
the pictures of me going to the theater because if you know me, you know I'm going to be head to toe Batman. And I will, I will, I'm going to put time on my calendar to make <laughs> sure that I uh, I post <laughs> these pictures and, and and things that you're asking me to to post. I'm going to make sure that those things are there and they're up there. <laughs> Good stuff, man. So what what we what we got going on today? Well, today, man, um, you and I are going to first off, uh, we get in trouble if we don't say um, happy belated birthday to our producer. Dang. So celebrated her birthday on Thursday. Happy birthday! And um, you know, had a real good weekend. That's why she is not with us. Right now, she is um, doing the last celebration. You remember what it was like being 25, right, Kyo? Um, It was a very long time ago, but I do remember. So, um, happy happy belated birthday. Um, she's going to be upset that she's not here for this, but today we're going to have a discussion on the current state of, of music. You know, we, we talk about Neil Soul a lot. We're going to talk about hip-hop and the difference between what you and I grew up on and this monstrosity of noise that you people today <laughs> call music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since it's our favorite president's last term, we're going to call this the the state of the music address. Nice. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm very looking forward to talking with you because I know that you're not a, an advocate music fan now because mm-hmm. of um you know the change in, in the message and the change in the lyrics so I'm looking forward to talking more about that with you and obviously me being from I'm a nineties baby so I got to grow up with the golden years of rap. <laughs> and right. um, when R when R and B actually meant rhythm and blues and not singing a little bit quicker or slower rather <laughs> over a hip hop beat. <laughs> so um I think it's gonna be a great a great conversation. If anybody that's wondering is not a guest tonight. So South by Southwest and spring break, a lot of guests have gotten back to us and pushed their schedules back to April. So we have a lot of guests that we're gonna have in April. So uh, we figured we would, we would have this conversation now before we get back to interviewing people. But shout out to everybody that's on spring break, everybody that left wherever you were, wherever home was. And big shout out to all of the very attractive people that have been taking pictures on your Snapchat. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to start with music, man. Well, before we do that, last week on the show, uh, we we made our return, and um, Q Q wanted to have a discussion on everything that's wrong with the country. So we did that, <laughs> and, and we talked about the um, the violence that has been you know happening at at, at Trump rallies and the Serena Williams, Maria Sharapova controversy over Sharapova's um, failed drug test and the right. alleged teabagging. Um, the alleged sexual assault um, issue with Peyton Manning back when he was at the University of Tennessee. So we touched on a lot of you know, different, a different approach from us on the show. We talked about um, 
a lot of different things, and, you know, that show is recorded. Catch that at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash soulcypher. And that's how I guess we figured we were going to take a different approach this week and be somewhat fun-loving and lighthearted. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it's really on you, man, wherever you want to start. Well, um... You know, uh, I guess we could start with rap, hip hop, and um, there's there's a difference in thought in that uh, a lot of people feel that while the NWA changed rap and were pioneers and this and that, a lot of people also think that they ruined it because there wasn't really that violence in there beforehand. Uh-huh. And a lot of, you know, it was pretty much never the same after them, and that's when all of the others came in with their, you know, versions of violence and, you know, change the message type of thing. So, I guess we could start with what your take is on that. Well, um, again, as I stated, I'm a '90s baby, so that would that would make people believe that I'm I'm not aware of the time that Q was talking about. I'm actually in the description of the show for tonight. I mentioned, you know, some of the lyrics from the message and Slick Rick's um, children's story. Mm-hmm. I was aware of that. My mother was a big hip-hop. I'm sorry, because that term was not used at that time. My mother was a rap <laughs> fan. So... So I listened to rap music. I, I knew what MC meant. I knew what the four elements of rap were. And I get the message. I get all of that. I do agree. I agree with Common. He's one of my favorite um, rappers. In his iconic song, I Used to Love Her. When he admitted that hip-hop went out to the West Coast and changed. Mm. And something did change there. NWA, while being iconic and and groundbreaking, I'm also one of those people that let's state all of the facts. Um, there was a there was a little group down in Florida at the same time, being just as controversial and probably even more controversial in the two live crew, and, mm. and they were they were actually challenging freedom of speech. And to Q's point. I do agree that let me say it like this. I feel like anytime someone does something different, it's very similar to Q and I, we like superheroes. And and the issue with superheroes and vigilanteism is that with for every Batman or for every daredevil, you get a punisher. For every someone that's doing it the right way, you get someone that's going to take it a little too far. So where I think right. Two Live Crew and NWA were groundbreaking and doing something different, I do agree with you that they opened the door for it to no longer be about, we're just talking about Miami and we're just talking about the partying and we're talking about Compton and we're talking about the police brutality. And mm-hmm. it transformed to, I'm just telling you about how I cook crack in the kitchen. <laughs> So I agree. Something happened somewhere in the early 90s 
it was bubbling, I guess, on the mixtape scene, and, and, and it started to get robbed in, like, the late 90s when the golden age was ending, that rappers stopped being, as as Chuck D once said, they stopped being news anchors for the community. They stopped talking about what was going on in the hood, and they really just started telling you about their profession. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right, I did, right. I did I did want to ask you about the whole name change, the whole how do you feel about hip hop versus like cause you and I both know that it was rap and, and you right. were a rapper or you were an MC and anyone that does not know the difference was, at least as far as I know, the MC's job was to hype the crowd up for the DJ. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't necessarily about him. Right. And then we get this other term: the rapper was the the, the boastful lyricist. How do you mm-hmm. feel about the change in in terms where now hip hop is what's mainstream, and rap is a word that is only used today for like these underground conscious rappers that you and I refer to as MCs. It's really interesting, but you know, as time goes on, things change. I I never really uh, thought thought of it as a, a put down or anything. You know, I just looked at it as a you know, when times change, words change type of thing, and that was that's pretty much it in terms of the the wording. I, it doesn't really bother me too much. You know, it bothers. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 bothers me a lot. I don't know why. Like, it really irks me because I understand. Because I agree with you, it's just a name change thing. I guess my question to you would be, if it's simply just a name change thing, how come no other genre of music is going through that name change? Mm. R&B oh, has always been R&B. Soul has always been soul. If anything, we just grouped them together and said R&B, soul. Rock is still rock. Pop is still pop. It might get alternative at times, but it's still what it is. How is it that rap at some point in the late 90s, because we still have the golden years of rap. I still don't hear anyone say the golden years of hip-hop. People are very clear to say that it's the golden years of rap. But at some point now, we just address everything as hip-hop, as if it was (laughs) never rap. Well, you know our people. We have to change that. We like to change ERs to A's. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> we always have to change things, and that, that's all that is. It's just right, a well, term I, wanna, change. I, I really want to. I really want to hear how you feel about that. But you know, we're trying something different. We're not going to just talk the entire time. So we do have some mm-hmm. music. So okay. we're going to jump into a new song from one of our our good friends on the show, the L. She sent us this song and it is a little bit it's going to have a little bit of R&B soul and it has a quote unquote depending on how old you are hip hop artist or rapper <laughs> on the song it's called Wishing on a Star it's a new soul cycle we'll be right back
night. I just need some clarity. Do anything for a peace of mind. No distractions. I'm too busy wishing on a star. Pray it happen. I'm just trying to set my mental free. Happiness is all I really seek. I pray the Lord forgive me when we meet. Cause I got angels and I got demons. Back in my past is where I leave them. They just want cash and I want freedom. I know you had a very rough time this evening. I'm trying to reach you. Focus and never reach for them lights. True can set you free and that's what I carry for life. Yeah. Approach them on a different path. Focus on what you really got, not what you never had. Again, that was Wishing on a Star from the L. You know, the nice little segue to bring us back into our discussion again. We're did tonight is we're discussing the uh, state of the music address, and we left off with uh, discussing, I guess, the the, the the change. We're talking about hip hop right now. It's changed from where it was in the late '80s and the majority of the '90s to where it is today. So, Q, when was the last time you actually listened to a a hip hop record? And not not because something in like pop media or social media you saw it online and you wanted to figure out what it was, like YOLO or something like that. But mm-hmm. when was the last time you legitimately listened to a, a hip hop song? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> legitimately listened to? Well, man, that that's. That's a long time ago, because, you know, I was a big Biggie fan, and once he was gone, I, it, to me, that was, like, the beginning of the end. And I, I can't I can't think of one I might have listened to after that. It's, so it's been that long. No, just no hip-hop at all? No. I just didn't like the direction it went in after that, and... If yeah, I'm gonna be uh, honest, mm-hmm. the last hip hop album, and there's a big gap, so I want to say the last two. I I bought Kanye West late registration album. That would be the second mm-hmm. album, so that's er, that's early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I I did not buy another hip hop album. Until 2013, when Kendrick Lamar's first album came out. Wow. Well, and I'm, I, yeah, 
I, I keep hearing we've that been, name. We've been doing radio for how long? And and and, and Q is saying <laughs> that the last time he legitimately listened to a hip hop song was <laughs> before March ninth of ninety seven. <laughs> and I'm saying that I haven't bought one in an eight year gap and within the last three years and we've been doing radio for about six years. Wow. Tell you guys you what we feel about bad. it. <laughs> I mean, I don't I I I I know for me it's just I'm not I had this conversation with, with I have a conversation with a lot of people all the time. People always wanna tell me that, you know, things grow and they adapt and they change and, and I'm all for that. I'm all for evolution. I'm I'm just not for something putting on a mask and and, and, and just being different. Like you're not growing. You're not I hate when I hear artists be like, yo, man, like, hip-hop is going, please. like, it's doing things now it, it never did before. Like, but this, <laughs> does that mean it got better? <laughs> Not at all. Did it get better? Like, because you can go to China and a whole bunch of little people, uh, oh, I didn't mean that. God, that was horrible. <laughs> a whole bunch of people can say lyrics to your song and you're like, oh, well, well rap never reached that far. But if they're reciting lyrics to, you know, your favorite track record, how great is how great is that? Good point. Oh boy, T that's trying to get us shut down today. That was a mistake. That that's so slipped out, Earl. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Like, I don't know, so for you, is the violence, is there anything else about, about, about hip-hop that, that turns you off? It's just silly now. You know, um, half the songs are just noise, you know, different sounds. It's, it's like it's not a lot of substance, not a lot of, uh, you can tell it's not a lot of thought put in it. Uh-huh. It's just uh, play a catchy tune and make some sounds and put it on a record. That's what it seems a lot of nowadays. Do you at least like the music? Like, do you feel that? Because I do. I personally think that production on um, on hip hop songs has changed. We could, we could even talk about that from from songs like Terminator X in the '80s to the sampling of the '90s. I mean, there's there's catchy always sells. You know, like. Um, I can't believe... What's the guy's name from Patterson? Uh, Fetty Wap? Yeah. I mean, he's catchy, you know? He's catchy, little different, and he sells. And that's pretty much what sells. But I don't, there's I don't, a lot, I don't of, uh, no, lot of stuff no out there that's on pretty Fetty bad. Wap. What'd you say? I have no comment on Fetty Wap. Well, hi. I just normally I support anything that comes from New Jersey, but there's some things I'm just like I'm not. I don't even think it's the music. It's 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 the logic behind 1738 that bothers me. I feel like I can't get behind that. Like I'm I'm what, into it. I, I, I don't know what that is. He he shouts that <laughs> that's his catch catch line in all of his songs. And 1738 is the sticker. It's the label that's on the Remy Martin bottle. When you buy a bottle of Remy Martin, uh-huh. he believed that 1738 meant that this was the best 
the top shelf Remy Martin in the world. You know, like different liquors will be red label or black label. Or, and the label is supposed to tell you, like, this is the richest, this is the, the, the most prestigious of this brand of liqueur, liquor, alcohol, whatever. What he wasn't aware of was that 1738 means that this is the most expensive and great tasting Remy Martin in urban communities. Not the world. <laughs> you idiot, you. <laughs> so I can't get behind that. Like I'm, I, I'm, 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 I want the whole brand to be right. Like my my favorite artists have entire brands. Like I'm a huge Nas fan. I said I'm a huge Common fan. I'm a fan of people who are like my music will always be knowledge. It will always be a message. I'm trying to make everyone who listens to me better. I'm all about your brand. And if your brand is you misunderstood the label on the alcohol bottle, I cannot get behind that. <laughs> I don't care how catchy your music is. I don't care what state you're from. I can't get behind that. And that's my issue with hip-hop artists today. To your point, I just I don't, the message has changed. The music is... I don't know if you blame the audience, blame record labels. I don't know who you necessarily blame... But I, I I have an issue with the create the creative process that's changed and it's no longer about creating something different. And to your point, whatever if whoever's the first person to be the catchiest, everyone else becomes a copycat. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what rappers are rapping about anymore. I'm still waiting for someone to tell me what Hotline Bling means. I don't get nothing Drake <laughs> raps about. I don't understand. I don't. Then someone told me that trap music was the music that should be played during the manufacturing and distribution of narcotics. But now I'm listening to the trap music and it's about jump mans and sneakers and going to the club. I am confused. <laughs> it's supposed to make me feel better and my head hurts more. Wow. Well, you know. The same way that it's evolved, not for the positive in hip hop, truth can be told about pretty much every genre, you know. Which leads us to to to, to whatever you want to call the not hip hop music. I still refer to it as R and B. I've heard someone has an album out now called Trap Soul. How do you feel oh, about R and B music? R and B is awful now. Um, pretty much everything is sex related. Um, not a lot of substance. And, you know, when you think back to, uh, Luther Vandross, um, Teddy, uh-huh. those guys, you never saw a uh, shirtless on an album or in a video. Because they didn't have to because their voices spoke for themselves. That's right. And, you know, it's a lot different now. A I, lot different. I, I'm, I'm trying to, because as, as, as much as I'm upset about hip-hop music, I'm even more upset about R&B music, which I was kind of glad that, you know, when you reached out to me to do a neo-soul radio show, I was like, let's go, let's do it, let's be a part of the change. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It bothers me. I don't even want to talk about the the, the, the I'm going to try and do this entire segment <laughs> not mentioning Chris Brown because that's just oh. too easy. Oh boy! We're gonna put him over on the side. You can have fun with that if you want to. Just gonna push that guy <laughs> over to the side. I'm getting text messages about trap soul. Yes, this is this is this is the Brian. What's his name? Is it Brian Byron? Whatever the boy's name is, like Brian Tiller. In fact, there's a new little artist out, and he is sampling. He sampled Brownstones. Say it. Very very iconic R&B song, right? And so when you hear this song, it takes you back to the time when you were listening to Brownstone. It was real R&B music. Now, this young fella, as you put it, Q, he's catchy. Mm-hmm. Very talented young brother. Um, the music itself is very simplistic, which I like because it doesn't take away from what the artist is doing. Mm-hmm. This is this is an entire album about heartbreak, which kind of falls in line with R&B. Some of the, are the greatest R&B artists do heartbreak well. Say, Tony Braxton sold pain. No one sold pain better than Mary J. Blige. <laughs> you know, pain is a part of a good R&B song. We've all been through it. My issue with today's R&B artist, to your point, again, the message has changed. Now, Q said it's all about sex now. Now, we're not dumb. You and I both know that one of the greatest R&B artists of the, the, the era is R. Kelly, and he likes to sing about sex a lot. Right, but that's 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 also mixed in with a lot of songs that weren't about sex that were absolutely amazing. Yeah, R. Kelly can be invited to the cookout. <laughs> you know who can't come to the cookout, Q? Who's that? I'm gonna scream this in because I'm getting text messages from someone. I'm gonna scream this into my phone. And I'm talking directly to them. Trey Songz can't bring his black behind to the cookout. <laughs> you know who else can't come to the cookout? Who? Pleasure P can't come to the cookout. Oh goodness. Anyone else, all of these people who cannot put a song together that does not involve male genitalia, female genitalia, and how babies are created <laughs> cannot come to the cookout. <laughs> Thoughts? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I agree with you a hundred percent. I don't know. It it just it was more of a craft back in the day, R and B, where now it's just it's just like a gimmick. So when we were we were pitching this idea for the show, we said that it would be amazing to have this conversation because we would have three different perspectives on on the music. Because right. though two of us though two of us are close in age, we, we, we do have different perspectives on it, you have a different perspective on it. So clearly I touched the nerve because the producer decided to hell with the rest of her birthday weekend. She's gonna call into the show and cuss me out. Uh oh. So she's on the line. Because I wanna hear what she got to say because I attacked her precious Tremaine. Oh goodness. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hi guys, please excuse my voice. I've had a very eventful uh, weekend. However, I did have to come on and listen to you guys just to make sure you guys weren't misbehaving. Uh, You know, because when the cat's away, the mice will play. 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah, T. Mitch, you definitely hit a sore spot. I understand you're not a big Trey Song fan. I understand that. It's okay. And, yes, he does talk a lot about sex and, you know, male parts, female parts, all of that good stuff. But he's a good artist, I like to think. Don't, you know, don't get into the word artist. Let's not get into that because I do not want to go there with you guys on that today. However, <laughs> I like it, so call it what you want. Yeah, I had to I had to press one because I had to get on here to defend Tremaine. That's right, I had to. So I, I just want to add, so everybody listening, clearly MJ is one of Trey's angels. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to, to add, <laughs> you can, I feel like, I feel the the best way to always handle these type of debates and conversations is kind of like a spades game or I declare war. Like if I go into my arsenal and I bring out my best card, who's going to win? So Q will say, this is easy. And he'll either go Teddy P or Marvin Gaye. This is very simple for for, for Q. Am I wrong mm-hmm. in saying that, Q? Can I speak for you? That's That is correct. Okay, and then myself, I would say, mm, my cards might not be as strong as those, but at least I got R. Kelly, and I might be able to squeeze an usher in there. Mm-hmm. I might go boys mm-hmm. to men with with where I'm from. I might be able to do that. That's not. Don't now, do when that, we look at MJ's cards and B. McKnight, <laughs> don't do that because MJ can have Brian McKnight. MJ can also have um, boys to men. Don't do that. MJ is not See, the problem from is, where you are. But the problem is, those you know, if you playing any game you play, those two of diamonds and them two of clubs and those two of hearts, they're all in your hand. <laughs> you and I don't have none of them. We don't have those people. You could have even used Michael Jackson. See, our R&B artists, they made music that 50 years from now, people will still be saying, let's get it on. They yep. will still be screaming, turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. They will still be stepping in the name of love. Confessions will mm-hmm. still be probably the greatest R&B album that a lot of people have heard. Boys mm-hmm. and will still be an iconic group. But you know what they won't be telling their kids? They won't be telling them that Trey invented sex. They won't be telling them to listen to the graffiti album. And they won't be telling them to listen to Trap Soul. That's what they won't be doing. Okay. I don't even know what Trap Soul is. Like, what is that? <laughs> that's that Bryson. That's that Bryson Tiller album. Everybody run around singing "Exchange" and all this. He then broke up with some girl, and now he's learned the error of her ways. And she's supposed to stick around and wait. That's what that's that's the mentality that is being put into our youth and our audience today. Wow. <laughs> wow. We don't have we don't have Mary J's, you know, that, that are singing about women empowerment. You, when we get women empowerment today, it's wear that really, really small dress. Don't worry if they think you're a hoe. That's the idea of women's empowerment. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See? The, mm. the cat was away, and so I wasn't able to filter you guys before this show started today. So I think this is why you're able to just go all the way in, like, right now. So it's wait, okay. wait, wait, like, what do you really disagree with? You, and you're not, listen, you're not old. You I don't, don't disagree. Either. You had Aaliyah. I don't disagree. You I had mean, Monica. Need, yeah, you no, had Brandy. I had Lauren Hill. I had Brandy. I had Monica. Okay. Like, we okay. do need more of those. Um, 
women empowerment songs, like, or women empowerment period, like, Lauren Hill is one of my favorite artists. I'm, and although this is going to do something to some of my friends and some of my fans that are listening, I'm a Beyonce fan, but I'm not a, a Beyonce fan of this era of Beyonce. I don't like formation. It is very catchy, but I don't like formation. I like the Beyonce that was singing about me, myself, and I. I like the Beyonce that was singing Dangerously in Love. I like her. But this right here is just no. So I do think that we need a more female artists to come out with more um, more women empowerment, especially now. Like, we need to hear it. Like, I don't need Beyonce telling me, get information and slay, or you'll be eliminated. Hmm. You know, no, Q, that's not even the worst line. The worst line in that song, Q, is if he hit it right, I just might take him to Red Lobster. Who mm-hmm. said that? Beyonce said that. Oh, goodness. So while we, got you, now, while, we, now, while we got you, MJ, I'm going to let you finish that, but while we got you, I, I need to know, like, outside of the names that we mentioned, like, you don't see anything wrong with how how, how music has changed. Our music, because like we said earlier, before you, you you got in, country music has evolved. It's still country music. Pop music evolves all the time. I honestly don't even know what pop is. Who defines what popular music is? Rock music, everything else goes through an evolution, but doesn't really change. Why is it that hip hop and R and B have gone through these drastic changes? Hmm. Wow. That's a tough question. I honestly don't know why um, hip-hop and R&B and rap have gone through these drastic changes that have gone through. I think it's also because of the, the artists that are coming out now as well. Like, you can't, not for nothing, you can't define uh, this, these trap music artists as rap. Like, no. Like, I, I don't think so. Like, rap would be... Maybe yeah, I'm having a hard time there, huh? for me would be like... What happened? You're having a hard time finding words. No. <laughs> Actually, MJ is driving, so I'm trying to be, you know, a great, multi, great multitasker that I am. But um, it's just, like, that for me would be like LL Cool J. I like LL. But the trap music rappers right now, like, I don't even know if they could be called rappers. So I think that that's probably why some of the, the names have changed because you have to go along with what you're putting out. And if what you're putting out is not classified as rap music, then I'm not going to call you a rap artist. That's like saying that um, that's like saying Drake is an R&B singer. Just because he sings doesn't make him a R&B singer. He sings here and there. So you can't call his music R&B. Like, you guys get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Thank Let you. me know, everybody. Let me know, fans and people and listeners. I don't know what Drake is. <laughs> <laughs> I have really Jewish don't. and have black. <laughs> yeah, that's Drake that's is a, a lot. con artist. That's a whole other <laughs> show. <laughs> you know... I will say this. I, I will say this. Um, if you noticed, students have gotten in trouble more over the past few years, and there's been more trouble. 
And it's because parents have gotten younger and younger. And they're younger than they've ever been. And I think that in terms of this music that we're talking about, music is the youngest that I think it's ever been. I think that the people that are putting out music are extremely young. I think the people that are in charge of them and putting it out for them are extremely young. And I think that that's, that's part of the issue. That's just my opinion, though. I agree. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think it all it goes back to what was um, what I was talking about earlier with you know the audience and and who chooses what's catchy and, and things of that nature. And I hate to say this live on air, but I think MJ made a very good point. Um, you have to change. You do kind of have to change the name. To incorporate the artist, yeah, I guess that makes more sense. You can't continue to call it rap if you don't have MCs anymore. So hip hop kind of becomes that's all. Right. So I guess I could rock with that. And you know, to both of your points, if that's what's being put out, then I guess that is what you have to to deal with. But I don't know. I just I, it just really bothers me and I think maybe it's because the true fans, MJ obviously is, is, is different but you know there are they're, they're fans of today's music like like I hate trap music with a passion I hate trap music I'm not a big hip hop fan, I'm losing interest in, in R&B and I find myself like, like in pop music and country music I, I guess to my, the point I'm trying to make is I just I'm just I'm just disappointed in the growth because I know where it came from. Mm-hmm. So for the the trap music fans of today, like do they know what '90s rap music was? Do they know what '80s rap music was? That this was a cool and I mean the same for the R&B artists. Do they? Do they get it? Like, do they, or do they still think that YMCMB is the greatest rap conglomerate ever, and they know nothing about the native tongue? Like, like I think, is it a lack of history? Is it a lack of, of, of the total picture of culture? Like, which to your point, is it just babies who don't know, who are now playing that music for babies, and now that's the new cycle that we're just going to continue to. Give them the new stuff because that old stuff is for old people. Hmm. Mm. Well, this is why I have Sirius XM Radio. <laughs> it just it sucks, man. It's upsetting to think that. Like I was thinking about it this 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 you know a couple of weeks ago because you know March ninth and, and everything passed and those that don't know and I feel like the stupid media not to say this but March ninth was the day that Christopher Wallace you know lost his life. Mm-hmm. Like do you do you get I don't want to say this because I know what Q the first response is going to be but <laughs> it's like there are a lot of people that buy music today that are target audiences in hip hop and R and B. That probably have never listened to a a Biggie song. Mm. How can you be alive and not have listened to a Biggie song? Yeah, come on. 
That's ridiculous. How? Okay. But, but and, let's, and for, let's me, also, for me, okay. going to Go ahead, people in my age group, like, you know, or not even my age group, but being in that area where, or that bracket, where people go to the club and, you know, lounges and things like that, they play juicy. Like, they play, like, it's like you, as soon as it comes on, you you know it. So, if anyone has not heard a Biggie song, please come from under the rock that you are living under <laughs> and go on Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, Google Play, Google Music, something, and listen mm-hmm. to it. But there's no excuse. None. No. No excuse for those okay. people. None. But I feel like mm-hmm. you could say the same. Q could say the same thing about. My, about our generation now, like you're saying, like so for us to not have heard a Biggie song is ridiculous. I would actually like my my first response to you would be, you shouldn't even have to go to a club or a lounge to to, to know who these artists are. But I understand your point. But Q's generation could no, say I mean, the same thing to us that because we act like Biggie and Tupac are are you know just the the greatest thing since sliced bread, and and there are a lot of people in our generation that don't know who Chuck D is. Mm. That don't know who Curtis Blow is. That they think that LL Cool J's career started with three five three two five four three two one in a battle with Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like there are people that don't know, and I don't like. Do you blame the people that don't know? Like we could go back and forth right now. All three of us could probably spit out facts about different artists and different. And, and both of those genres that we know and we love that a lot of people probably don't know. Mm. And it's the weirdest thing to me. It, 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 to me, it's weird. If you, if you love something, you would want to know, especially when it's something that defines your culture the way hip-hop mm-hmm. and R&B music define the culture. It boggles my mind. It absolutely boggles my mind. For every woman that truly believes that Nicki Minaj is the greatest female rapper ever, oh, gosh, it no. boggles my Oof, mind. Gosh. It boggles <laughs> my MC mind. Light so those, would have would have done oh. things to her that she wouldn't have understood. <laughs> <laughs> and what about now? And now to, to Miranda's point. See, you can't just go to the club and lounge and hear that artist that Q just mentioned. What about the people our age that don't know who MC Light is? Okay, see, well, now that... that something's got to give now. Something's <laughs> got to give. Because Do you know that there, there are people just... your age, MJ, that when you were you brought your cars out and you said B. McKnight, they thought you were probably missaying the producer's name? They don't know who <laughs> Brian McKnight is? Oh no! Oh my goodness! Wow! I mean, well. So how do we expect something no different excuse. from them when they don't know what? Not but even what we the three of us classify as good music. We should be able to expect something different because we're all in different, you know, age groups and whatnot, but. You know, having siblings who are older or having relatives who are older, these are the people that pour that music into you. Like, you know, my late brother lived with Tupac playing and Biggie playing and and, um, even MC Light, he had her going too. So it's not like 
I, I think it, it comes back on some of the older people who just probably aren't playing the music anymore. And I, I don't know. I'm not going to put the blame on anyone because it's just absolutely ridiculous that, you know, people in anybody's age group don't know any of the people that we just named. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But, I mean, it, I, I don't know who to put it on. Who do we put it on? Who takes that blame and responsibility for why no one knows who these people are? Some of these people don't know who they are. Like, it's, I, you know, it's upsetting to, to think about I that. blame the industry. I blame the industry. I blame because that's who, along with us, the, the, the older generations, while we're supposed to pass that information on as well, it is their job to make sure that that history is known. It's, it's the one thing. It's the one thing in the movie industry that I'm envious of, and I'm also appreciative of. Every single year, even like well, the Grammys does it too. They always make sure that 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 people that are watching are aware of how we got to this point. There's always some seemingly you know, meaningless moments where they're showing you someone's acceptance speech from 40 years ago and showing you some some iconic movie and just to, just to say this is where we were and this is where we are now. And I feel like music has gotten so used to not wanting to talk about that history but just wanting to revamp it and, and do it differently. I don't know. Like, I hate to keep picking on this kid, but like I was saying in the queue, like, how many people are listening to Bryson Tiller that know that he sampled a Brownstone track? How many people are Chance the Rapper fans that know that he sampled Escape in this his new single High? How many people know that? Because he, he's not saying it. You know, the radio stations are not as they're they're you know doing the world premiere of these songs. They're they're not mentioning it. And then to to MJ's point, neither are we. I, outside of today, are are we also going back when when some young person is saying, "Oh, that's that new chance to rap." No, it's not. That's sampled. Are we correcting them? Are we making sure that they're aware? Also, like. I don't know. I think I know for me, like Q, when I see a young person talk about music, I literally feel like my parents used to. When I just wave my hand and like, they don't know that about no music. Oh, sit down. <laughs> oh shoot! So, you know, I got, I got two younger brothers and two younger, three younger sisters. Like they swear up and down that they are living in this great musical era, and I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. They can't possibly think that. They do, Q. They do, man. They don't. They don't get it. They don't get it. I had an argument with someone the other day, having the same conversation, and I said that you know, anyone who was around in the 90s knows that they heard the greatest music so far to ever be created. There are soundtracks that are better than albums that artists were putting out. I would would rival you to find an album in the last five years that's probably better than the Lion King soundtrack. 
Mm. That's a great soundtrack, though. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're talking about an animated film soundtrack. That's that's probably better than an album that won record of the year, rap album of the year in the last three or four years. Mm. And that is that is mind-boggling, yeah. funny, and embarrassing all at the same time. True. Well, you know, well, I don't know. Hey, I, don't, I don't know, man. Did, were you invited to anything that um, our producer did on her birthday? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> oh, you were. I wasn't invited. Because I, I, I like, wasn't. I feel like. So I just I feel like I was. I feel like I was only invited so that she could say she invited me. Because I think she. I think it was one of those situations where, like, you know, you're doing something. And you don't want somebody to say, hey, you didn't invite me. So they send it anyway. But I, I wasn't invited, T Mitch. You weren't invited at all? No. no. You know what? You know what? It kind of goes with today's conversation. I think she knew she was going to be surrounded around a whole bunch of music. And words and terms that you just weren't going to be able to relate to. So she was just like, why bother? He's, he's old. Not wow. at all. Not at all, Q. Wow. It's nothing but love between you and I. Well, except with your occasional shade every now and then. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But no, it was it was just you know a nice uh, girls trip um, for my birthday. Um, so it was a, go- a a great weekend. Clearly, you guys can hear my voice, so you guys know how good of a time I had. So well, I, I wasn't invited, T. Mitch. I mean, if you I went to know. one of your favorite places, you went to one of your favorite areas too. In my area, huh? She went to one wow. of your favorite areas. Well, she actually was in your area not too long ago, but she definitely went to one of wow. your favorite areas over the weekend. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> well, I, mean, y'all I didn't know that's that your favorite area. I just learned today. <laughs> now I get to say some bad okay, rap, we'll some bad rap lyrics, T. Mitch. There you what go, man. Some... That, that makes me feel some type of way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was oh perfect. my goodness! Good job, Q. Q. Good job, Q. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> it made Good the job. point, allows you to throw shade like all in the same moment. It was perfect. <laughs> it was it's absolutely okay. perfect. Well, we still right. have division okay. here on the the new soul cipher. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. And, this, and it, you know what? Watch, since, we, since, since, since we talk about it, don't feel alone because this was the first, you know, birthday I was not able to um, celebrate as well. So. Okay. So I, I shouldn't so, take it personal, yeah. T-Mitch? I don't know if you should, but you should definitely still feel like the sun rays are being blocked by a tree or something. In other words, shade. Um, you should definitely mm-hmm. still feel that. I do feel because, it. Because I feel a little bit of it. You know, I'm a I'm a dark skinned brother myself, but I was feeling a little Wesley earlier. I'm feeling real KG right now. So. Wow. That's messed up, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, know. you guys know I love you guys. 
Uh, and that, that's, no, that's, that's, that's normally what they say when they've been caught. So. <laughs> when they play you out. Oh, yeah. I haven't been caught, believe you me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, no, 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 no. You, Q, you didn't even call me for my birthday, so. Really? Not, this is what we're doing? Do that. I mean, hey, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. I put a message on your Facebook page. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Just say it. Play me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, T. Mitch, we're three minutes away from me opening my Archway brown sugar oatmeal cookie chips. Any final words? In the world? <laughs> no, you know, right now, right now would probably be the best time to have some cute deep in the man, because I'm I feel like the odds of the eyes of March have returned. And you need to go ahead and say something positive. Well, I wouldn't call it positive, but I will say quickly that um there was a lot of talk about Chris Rock's monologue at the Oscar Awards and a lot of our people were very happy and satisfied that Chris Rock addressed the issues that we face. Well, that's all well and good. I, however, took issue with the fact that he would sit in a room full of Caucasian individuals and make a joke about grandmothers hanging from trees. While we all found uh, positivity in him uh, talking about the lack of diversity at the Oscars, let's not always put on our blackface and tap dance because our issues are being spoken. Look at how they're being spoken and what's being said, and you shouldn't be okay with him making a joke about a grandmother hanging from a tree. That's all I got, T-Bitch. Mm. I don't. I don't. I never have anything to add to QT, <laughs> but I'm definitely not following that because that was perfect. I'm I'm cool with it because of what Thursday was. I'm actually going to take a step. Lisa wants to close the show. Oh. You guys want me to close the show? Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, that's that's so. not what we said. That's not what we said. That's, that's actually not what we said. That's actually not what we said. This is a belated birthday present. Thank you guys. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much. Um, As always, keep listening. And as we come back next week, where we will definitely do better, this is the new Soul Cipher. Bye. Uh, so she got a little more. She got a little more learning to do. So for the for the Q man, she's MJ. <laughs> I go by the name P Mitch. Um, but next to the L, and everybody listening, thank you guys. We will be back next week. So stay tuned to all of our our platforms, and it is definitely going to be some arguing and fighting when we get off the air. <laughs> believe you me. <laughs> Anything left, Q? I will be texting MJ off air. 
Oh, we'll we'll just use the, the group chat. We'll just use the group chat. Yeah, we'll do that. Good night, everybody. I don't like how that just happened. <laughs>